Welcome to the Crosstower Market Colored Call. It is Friday, February 4th. I'm Martin Gaspar, research analyst, and with me is our trader, Chad Steinglass, and data scientist, Catherine Webb. Chad, how's the market looking this morning? Good morning, Martin. Uh, it's been a very uh, volatile, choppy, kind of tumultuous time in the, uh, in the macro markets and equities. Uh, the earnings season has taken over full control of, uh, of kind of the narrative. Uh, over the last, uh, I guess, week or so, um, you know, as the last Fed meeting has kind of fallen into the rearview mirror and before we think about the next one, uh, we've had some really outsized moves, you know, started with, uh, with a, a big move down in Netflix that, um, you know, and these outside moved not, not just in uh, small stocks, but in some really big stocks and they've had big impacts on equity indexes. Uh, and really risk sentiment as a whole. So started with Netflix, um, a big move down two weeks ago. Uh, we had Facebook reporting after the close on Wednesday, taking stock down, you know, 24%. And as a major index component, that took, you know, the entire NASDAQ down, uh, the S&P down as well. Uh, last night, uh, we had Amazon earnings and they exceeded expectations and things shot right back up again. So we're getting this really choppy, whippy, uh, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, market dynamic, where it seems like investors are really reacting uh, strongly to any to any kind of news, uh, and we're seeing a lot of like, you know, when a, a lot of read through. So when um, you know we had uh, PayPal earnings uh, and Facebook earnings that read through to uh, to. Uh, Shopify and Amazon and those kinds of things. And I, you know, I don't need to get too deep into the weeds here, other than to say that it's uh, it's caused a lot of, you know, whipping back and forth. And for the most part, um, you know, that's kind of been mirrored mirrored into the crypto markets. We saw, uh, you know, a strong downtrend during the day yesterday, kind of in conjunction with the, the Facebook earnings and uh, that bringing the indexes down. And then last night after Amazon reported. Um, and exceeded expectations. Equity futures shot up, and Bitcoin and uh, Ether, and uh, you know, and, and really the whole universe of altcoins shot right up with it. Uh, overnight, though, we've seen uh, equity markets pull back a little bit, and we've been seeing crypto pull away from equities. It's the first time in uh, you know in several weeks where we've seen crypto outperforming to the upside. Uh, so that's a that's a, a very interesting development as far as I'm concerned. Uh, in the next few minutes here, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're reporting this morning. So in the next few minutes, we'll get the non-farmed payroll number, uh, which is like the, you know, the net job ads uh, for the U.S. that comes out at 8.30 a.m. Um, that's another data point that people will look at as a window into, uh, you know, how aggressive the Fed might be. Um, you know, if that number comes in a little bit low, it might temper some expectations for how aggressive uh, the Fed might right now rates uh, and it comes in, you know, it's really strong. That'll kind of put people uh, or make people think that the Fed will keep right on their path of aggressive rate uh, rate uh, hikes. So that's kind of the next thing we're looking for. Uh, you know, right now, as I said, uh, crypto markets maintain strength overnight, uh, even as, you know, equities kind of pulled back during European trading hours. Uh, we're going to see if that continues. Back to you. Thanks, Chad. Big news in the crypto space, the cross-chain blockchain bridge wormhole has been hacked for over 325 million on Wednesday, 
for losing a total of 120,000 wrapped ETH. Wormhole failed to validate all input accounts, which allowed the attacker to spoof the Guardian signatures and mint 120,000 ETH on Solana. The hacker then bridged uh, nearly 94,000 back to swap for ETH on the Ethereum network. Wormhole acknowledged the breach and stated that the ETH will be added over the next hours to ensure the wrapped ETH is backed one-to-one and said more details to come shortly. They also offered the attacker a $10 million bounty to return the funds. Uh, the 120,000 ETH were added back by Thursday and announced via a tweet which said the ETH contract has been filled and all wrapped ETH are backed one-to-one. The team is working on a detailed instant report and the funds to replenish the lost ETH have come from Jump Capital who released a tweet in support of Wormhole. Uh, so it still seems that the hacker has not returned any of the funds. On the re- regulatory front, Washington Rep. Susan Delbean has reintroduced a new draft of the Virtual Currency Tax Fairness Act of 2022 to amend the tax code to exclude gains from certain personal transactions of virtual currency. If the bill becomes law, this could stop the IRS from requiring U.S. citizens to pay taxes on capital gains from crypto transactions of $200 or less. Hearings on stablecoins before both the House and Senate are due in two weeks and will feature one witness, Nellie Liang, the Treasury's Undersecretary for Domestic Finance, who spearheaded the stablecoin report. Um, She will appear on February 15th, according to people with knowledge of the hearings. On the Twitter front, uh, there's been just a lot of tweets uh, post the wormhole hack about the risks of cross-chain bridges um, you know, people are pointing out that it, it was just a smart contract bug, uh, but now everyone is discussing the potential impacts uh, if this happens again, such as wrapped tokens used as collateral in other DeFi protocols that could be unbacked for a period of time, which could cause potential liquidations. With that, I'll pass it now to Catherine to discuss crypto funding news. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you, Martin. Gene Analytics has closed a 69.4 million funding round left by Couture and is now valued at 1 billion. The company pan- plans to expand, expand their applications to support more collaborative features for the teams, APIs, and to support every major crypto network. Funds for the raise will be used to educate, reward, and foster a new generation of analysts that will empower with real-time actionable insights into Web3 data. Trust Machine has raised 150 million to build an ecosystem of applications designed to unlock the potential of Bitcoin for Web3. Trust Machine's founder um, has said that it's time to concentrate on unlocking the next level of applications and platform technology on Bitcoin, enhancing the platform's speed, scale, and functionality, and making Bitcoin apps a um, a reality for hundreds of millions of users. Pixel Vault has announced a raise of 100 million um, from Velvet Seeds Ventures and 01A. The funding will be, lose, will be used to launch a multi-franchise um, NFT platform for individuals to grow their own digital content in movies, televisions, and other media. Next up, we have some acquisition news. Chain Analysis has announced that they've acquired Arbax, a data integration, financial intelligence, and domestic and international affairs firm. The terms of the deals were not disclosed, and the acquisition will allow Chain Analysis to enhance its offering to government agencies. 
Next up, we have some NFT news. GameStop is partnering with Mutable X to launch an NFT marketplace. GameStop has said that it's chosen to partner with Immutable due to the zero gas fees for trading and minting NFTs in a carbon neutral environment. The marketplace will use stockware to handle the transaction and the company, the company plans to build a marketplace to include billions of low cost in-game assets that can easily be bought and sold, specifically mentioning digital real estate and in-game skins. They've also set up a hundred million fund um, by the company to support Web3 game development within its ecosystem. Um, next up, we have some mining news. Sphere3D, a company which is merging with Bitcoin miner Graphon Digital via a SPAC merger, has signed a deal with New Miner Technology to purchase 60,000 of its high-end Bitcoin machines for 1.7 billion. Sphere Digital has released a statement saying that the company is in place to be quote, the largest carbon neutral Bitcoin miner. Um, with the 60,000 new machines, they will have a total hash rate of 32.4 uh, 32 exohashes per second when fully deployed. Um, Manson Inf Infrastructure Group has partnered with Voltus to deliver 100 megawatts of energy and resources to the PJM Interconnectional Energy Grid in 2022. This is to power its 100 megawatt Bitcoin mining facility in Midland, Pennsylvania. The company has also executed a five-year power, uh, power purchase agreement with Energy Harbor for 100% carbon-free energy at its Pennsylvania site. <clears throat> Next up, some exchange news. At MicroStrategy's Bitcoin for Corporations conference, Coinbase announced that its institution clients now make up 50% of the company's business, compared to 10% three years ago. The head of Coinbase International also noticed that institutions are more comfortable in holding stable coins now, with them now holding 150 billion compared to 100 million three years ago. The CEO of Genesis uh, said at the same conference that the company's derivative business is about eight times larger than a year ago, with borrowing against Bitcoin and borrowing to buy Bitcoin also showing strong growth. Kraken has announced its plan to implement its next generation auditing standards that are designed to let clients prove their Bitcoin and Ether balances are backed by real assets held in Kraken's custody. The proof of reserves audit will be done by Amalio LLP, and this will be the second time the audit has been conducted on the exchange since 2014. And finally, we'll end on the news that the Crypto Ratings Council Institution has released a report which calculates the energy consumption and carbon footprint of six different proof of stake blockchains. These are Cardona, Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, Algorand, and Tezos. And according to their findings, the Solana blockchain, um, which consumed 0.16 watt hours of, electri of electricity per transaction, was the most energy efficient proof of state protocol in terms of energy use per transaction um, that they studied. Solana still consumes the largest amount of energy due to the network's increased usage um, compared to other proof of state networks. And just for comparison, Cardona was the large, used the largest amount of energy per transaction at 52 watts hours, but also had the lowest energy requirement per node. And that's all the news I have for you today. I hope everyone has a wonderful day and a great weekend. Back to you, Martin. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you for listeners for tuning in. Please check out crosstower.com for more market news and updates. Thanks for listening.